There's nothing like snook hook sets at dawn or catching a tarpon in the moonlight. Find your next fishing trip made easy on fishingbooker.com and experience the magic of the Sunshine State or any other destination on your fishing bucket list. Book a blue water adventure in search of sailfish or go snapper fishing with the kids. With over 6,000 captains and trips to choose from, planning your next one just got a whole lot easier. Download the Fishing Booker app on the Google Play or App Store or visit them online at fishingbooker.com to book your trip today. 46% of Americans expect to leave behind financial obligations when they pass away. So it's crucial to make sure your family is financially protected. Policy Genius helps you find the right life insurance coverage by comparing options from America's top insurers with help from licensed, award-winning agents. Secure your financial future with Policy Genius. Head to policygenius.com to get free life insurance quotes in just a few clicks. That's policygenius.com. Market House has the cleanest, leanest, juiciest meat and seafood shipped to your home overnight. Expect the service of a local butcher and the convenience of a large supplier. Unlike many online butchers, you can grab just one meal's worth or lock in for a subscription box. Choose from grass-fed and grass-finished beef, American Wagyu, free-range poultry, grass-fed lamb, wild-caught king crab, seafood, and more. For 15% off your first order, use code COUNTRY at checkout. Just visit MarketHouse.com. That's M-A-R-K-E-T-H-O-U-S-E dot com. And use the code COUNTRY. Hey, this is Tyler Jones, and you're listening to another Big Buck Breakdown from the Element Podcast. What's happening, everybody? KC, we're seeing some rain for the first time it's today. Fine. They promised it, and it's finally here, Tyler. <laughs> Just about, you know, four hours late. It was supposed to be 80 degrees, and it's actually 95 today. Yeah. So that's quite the contradiction. Yeah, I, I don't understand how you can miss it that bad. I don't know either. When and you look at the weather the night before, it should be within 15 degrees. Right? Well, we are within 15 degrees. <laughs> So okay, we're right on that margin, degrees. okay? Yeah. Like, good grief. <laughs> I know it, man. It's made it for a uh, long, hot day of chicken cams, but it's been a lot of fun. I it feel is. good right now. I don't feel bad. I feel yeah. good. Yeah, I, I do too. Um, I got a little kind of blister on my ankle, same deal on these boots. Yeah, but yeah. other than that, like, currently my other hot spots have gone away, so That's I feel good. pretty good That's right good now, you. you know? Uh, yeah. We have been out checking trail cameras, like you said, and we – I think you said that. Yeah. And uh, we – I've got a couple of shooter bucks already, Woo-hoo. and we still got three cards on one of our best areas to check. Yeah, and I kind of can't believe we're doing this intro right now instead of doing that, but <laughs> yeah, that's okay. <laughs> Sometimes you have to work, you know. And, yeah. and uh, speaking of work and trail cameras in August, which we got velvet bucks on our trail We cameras. do, and, and we actually had we, – we got one hardhorn buck. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. most of our bucks are still in velvet. Um, they're probably shedding as we speak because, yeah. like, I, we saw some pretty fresh rubs today. Well, they're probably but, just hot, and they're, they're, they thought it was going to be 81 today, and so they decided yeah. when it was 95 that they needed to shed their velvet. <laughs> That's right, man. So they could cool down. Yeah, we actually know somebody who we're fixing to talk to. Yeah. 
that killed a velvet buck this year. That's the a truth. Good one. Yeah, yeah. So we have Alex Comstock from Whitetail DNA. You have probably heard us do a couple of interviews with him. He's been on the podcast a few times, and uh, pretty recently, this let's see, like July, I think we did a yeah. we did a pretty lengthy podcast with him. That was one of my favorites we've ever done. Man, he's a really smart guy. Um, like he's a thinker, man. You can tell like he has thought about things. Uh, long and hard and he has a lot of good ideas and i think that the proof is in the fact that he just smoked a velvet toad up in a great state of north dakota so uh with a good story that has some adversity to it too man yeah he kind of went through a good bit but i'm sure we'll talk about that in a second for sure yeah um anything else we need to hit on before we get to alex no man i'll just make sure that uh you've went and watched nameless on youtube that's our film that we just released from our buck last year and Mm -hmm. then uh be sure and go check out whitetail dna as well and sure with that let's uh hit up alex sounds good let's do it all right so on the phone now we have alex comstock what's happening dude not too much. How are you guys doing? Man, sweating, but we're doing good. Doing well. <laughs> yeah. So, are you uh, are you back in the home state now? Yeah, I am back in Minnesota now. Back at back at work and just living life. Man. <laughs> well, I bet you're feeling a little better about work this week. Maybe even a little worse. I don't know if I wanted to come back <laughs> after coming off the high. <laughs> no kidding, dude. Okay, so so you shot a really nice deer in velvet dude tell us the story man yeah well it was uh it was pretty cool it was um you know i've been out in north dakota for a few years and this was my first year having to be um in out of you know state hunt took the first five or so days to hunt out there and um and planned a big trip with a couple other guys and everything and you know super excited about it um didn't have as many bucks to hunt this year um uh-huh. i don't know what what the story is there yet but we just don't have as many mature bucks on camera but i got out there and the first night was a good night of hunting i mean i saw just a bunch of does but one of the guys in our group saw a real nice mature buck that was a shooter but didn't come close enough and then the next two days i think it was um friday and saturday or no saturday and sunday i got like deathly ill it was probably the sickest i've been since i can remember Mm. um i don't know what i caught but it really kind of screwed the trip up for me or at least i thought it was going to because i didn't even hunt the second day of season which is just when you're you know when you're planning for a trip and super excited to go and you know there's usually nothing that's going to stop you from actually hunting yeah but i tried to make it out in the stand couldn't and then the next day it was just i had to hunt somewhere that was close and an easy walk because i had just no energy yeah um you think it was buck fever but, yeah i got the buck fever really <laughs> bad i mean <laughs> uh. um, and then we went into monday i hunted and didn't see any deer and then after Monday night's hunt, I was uh, very tempted to just call it a call it a trip, head back home, um, you know, c- come back to work a day early and save a day of vacation. But uh, you know, I was like, I'm gonna stick it out, hunt the last day. I mean, I'm already here. So on that Tuesday, it was Tuesday, September fourth this week. Um, I ran around. And I was actually planning on hunting a new spot that I'd never hunted before. 
but I had checked this trail camera and we had this probably three and a half old eight pointer that I knew about. He's been showing up on camera all summer and he had showed up in daylight the last, the two days prior to me hunting him. And I figured it was my best shot at anything. And I actually didn't know if I was going to shoot him because he was like kind of borderline for me, but I figured I'd make the call if I actually had an encounter with him. Uh-huh. And so that night I went into the stand and he was the first deer I saw at uh, right around sunset. And as soon as I saw him, he was coming across this bean field. And right when I got eyes on him, I, there wasn't even a question in my head. And I was like, there's no way I'm not <laughs> shooting this buck. And he came in where I was sitting. was really cool because I was um, on the edge of a tree line sandwiched between standing corn and beans. And all around me were apple trees and um, a plum tree, which you were actually <laughs> the first one. Did you pull this spot out of a magazine? <laughs> Golly. I, it, yeah, it ended up working out pretty good. That's awesome. Um, but this buck comes right across the bean field and coming right at me. And I actually he had turned and I was back at full draw, but then he wasn't on camera. And I really wanted to get the shot on film. And then he came right underneath me and was just chomping on these apples for about five to ten minutes and was, was so thick right under. I mean, there's so much stuff going on in this tree that I was in and all these apple trees that there's, I mean, I could hardly even see him even though he was right there. And then he finally got to where I had checked the camera earlier in the day and was standing. And I knew as soon as he got over there, there was, I was like, there's no way he's not going to get a little tweaked out or something. And sure enough he did and he turned around and kind of scooted back off from the beans uh, uh kind of a light jog and uh he turned and to get out of there pretty much and started walking and turned broadside i got the camera on him and stopped him and sent the arrow and ended up being about a perfect shot and he ran probably 100 or 150 yards and piled up and that was that and uh dang dude it was, it was pretty neat did yeah, you watch was, him fall i didn't he, uh, I thought I'd saw him go down cause I was, I had him on camera and then I looked up and didn't see him and I looked down back at my camera and he wasn't there. So I figured he went down, but he actually had gone a little further, but, uh, he didn't make it too far and it was, yeah, it was pretty cool. Man, that's awesome. So how you, you were telling me that you got him to the taxi service pretty quick. I mean, did you have to do anything to like preserve the velvet or how does that work? Um, no, I, so pretty much as soon as I got back to the car, I called the taxidermist and he told me to more or less cape it out and get it in a freezer ASAP. It actually wasn't, I mean, the, the lows that night were in the forties, so it wasn't that hot, which was nice. Um, and so, yeah, that's pretty much what we did when I shot him at eight and by the time we had given him a little, little bit of time to die and just in case and found him and got him back to the car, it was 11 12 o'clock and then by the time we had him caped out you know it was probably one in the morning um by the time we got him back to the house and everything but we got him caped out and then i pretty much threw him in the freezer right away and then the next morning i picked him up from a friend's house from the freezer and brought him straight to the taxidermist so sweet yeah that's cool man so it's you know quite the contrast to your hunting experience in north dakota over the past couple of years sounds like and you know by the way you talked this deer wasn't really a target but he definitely was a deer that you knew of um 
and but you know you had this great success that just sounds like an awesome story like how would you rate like your satisfaction from that versus like following a deer for a couple years and and you know kind of having that whole target buck history thing like we talked about with you in the past yeah it's definitely it's a little different in the fact that yeah you don't really have the history with the animal and it's i'd say it's less you know it's more when you have the history it's more kind of like bittersweet and you kind of we talked about before how you're almost a little sad yeah this Mm -hmm. one there's a less of a connection but doesn't make it any less awesome for lack of a better word or you know um but there is that less of a you know, I'm not as bummed the fact that now I don't have this deer to chase next year or anything like <laughs> yeah. that. Yeah. So speaking of that, you know, what's the rest of your season look like if you're, you're already tagged out in North Dakota right now? Well, now I'll have more time to focus pretty much on Minnesota um, here in the home state and then Nebraska. I've got actually a number of really good bucks down in Nebraska to hunt this year. Sweet. Um, and now I'll probably use my vacation time will be different. If I would have used it for North Dakota, I would have waited till more of mid-November. Mm-hmm. But now I'll probably use it, you know, that last week of October time frame and head down to Nebraska and pro- just m- spend more time down there and then in around the home state. I've actually got a couple really big bucks to hunt around close to where I live and <laughs> I'll have more time instead of weekends trying to screw out of work early and get out to North Dakota. It'll be more time spent at home. So, yeah. man, that's cool. So when does the video release on this thing? soon as i can get to it yeah um, <laughs> working hard I've, yeah hopefully by the end of next week i think i've got it tentatively scheduled in my head to go up on thursday i'm gonna make the north dakota trip a two-part you know video so part one will hopefully go up earlier in the week and that'll be i'll show you know part one will be camp and the kind of the first couple hunts setting the stage and then part two will just be all about the uh that hunt for that buck cool so, man awesome we'll send it to us we'll share it and uh yeah for sure for the listener man you can you check that out somewhere on our social here pretty soon so i appreciate you hopping on the phone with us and uh man congrats on that that's, a, that's an awesome buck i aspire to one day shoot a velvet buck even though it's not like top of my top of my kind of goals or anything i think it would be really cool to have that experience man yeah it was definitely i was in the same boat it wasn't like um I needed it to shoot a velvet buck, but that buck just coming across the beans when I saw him and I put up the binos and saw he was in full velvet. It was like, Oh, okay. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Dude. <laughs> once it actually, once it actually happens. Yeah. 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 Heck that's yeah, pretty dude. sweet. Well, it sounds like, uh, there's a good chance that we might have you on for a couple big buck breakdowns this year. And I hope that's the case, <laughs> yeah. man. So good luck yeah, the rest of the season. Sweet. That's a lot of cool traveling you're going to do. So yep. I hope that, I uh, hope you can get it done. Yeah. I appreciate it. Thanks guys. Cool. We'll talk to you soon, dude. All right, sounds good. See ya. Well, I'm glad Buck Fever didn't get to him twice on this trip. <laughs> you know, they say it all, it never strikes the same place twice. Or is <laughs> that lightning? I don't I've, really know. Well, I've heard yeah. that too. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But I have uh, seen it strike the same person <laughs> twice, that's for sure. <laughs> I've felt it strike the same person twice. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, man, that's a cool story. I, I uh, Like I said, with him on the phone, I mean, I, it's something that I would like to have that experience of, but I don't, uh, I don't like, I'm not like after it, you know, or yeah, whatever. Yeah. Um, I think it'd be cool one day, but, uh, man, I, more than anything, I'm just, I'm ready to get in the woods and chase some deer with a bow. And, I mean, and honestly, like if it's 95, I'm probably not going to do it. Mm-hmm. So we're going to have to, we're going to see some cooler weather, you know? Yeah. I know that's kind of the allure of like those guys from further up North, like 
they're going and hunting deer in September with the lows in the 40s, like you said. You <laughs> yeah. know, I, we hadn't seen the 40s in September and probably in my whole life, so, <laughs> I mean, I unless can't. we go somewhere. So <laughs> yeah. it's a little bit different. But I can't wait for another month or so to pass and it be like that time around here, man, well, because I mean, it's going to be good. By the time this thing airs, you're going to be like a couple of days from experiencing some, some 40 degree I will be man yeah. next week or this you know this thing is going to air on Tuesday and Thursday I'm headed to Colorado yeah. for a little pursuit of of uh, elk and Might just good times and you're going to be in, in, in Kansas not too long from then probably so yeah. and uh, I don't know if I'm going to be actually hunting or if I'm just going to be doing road scouting or what but mm-hmm. uh, I'm going to be up there in in, a, in the pursuit of whitetail deer and uh it's an exciting time of year, man, and, and, I mean, we didn't have a buck breakdown, a big buck breakdown until the end of the season a while, and it's uh, we've got it going right off the bat here this year, so be looking for many more of these. Uh, we've actually made some friends with some, you know, real killers throughout the last year, so now, <laughs> like, you know, we don't have to rely on our, our buddies around here that just got to work all the time, you know. These are guys that are going to kill some deer, so we might have to hear several big buck breakdowns this year. Um, I don't know. It's just exciting. It's, a, it's an update on how things are going across the country, I feel like, and it's a pretty, uh, pretty nice thing to have. Yeah, well, if you've got a September season, get out there and get after it and uh, kill another velvet buck for us. And if not, we're all looking forward to uh, beginning of October when That's we can right. get in the stand and sweat. That's right, man. <laughs> don't forget, Nameless, if you comment on YouTube, you're in the running for an X's trail camera, which would be handy in the early season. Yeah, no kidding. And... and if you share Nameless on Facebook, uh, we have a post. You can just go right to our Element page. You share that uh, post about, or the YouTube link from that post, and you can win a. Or actually, yeah. actually, <laughs> the plot just thickened. It did. Because there are multiple Onyx memberships That's right. up for grabs. Yep. You heard it here, guys. Multiple Onyx memberships up for grabs. Go yep. share that link. So many of you have shared it that we decided to try to give a few more. So uh, currently we're up to two. We just cut. We just doubled your odds. Woo-hoo! So I'll take those odds any day. That's right. That's yeah. good news. But anyway, until Thursday, we will see you soon. God bless. I hope you're getting out in it. And remember, this is your element. Living it. Market House has the cleanest, leanest, juiciest meat and seafood shipped to your home overnight. Expect the service of a local butcher and the convenience of a large supplier. Unlike many online butchers, you can grab just one meal's worth or lock in for a subscription box. Choose from grass-fed and grass-finished beef, American Wagyu, free-range poultry, grass-fed lamb, wild-caught king crab, seafood, and more. For 15% off your first order, use code COUNTRY at checkout. Just visit markethouse.com. That's M-A-R-K-E-T-H-O-U-S-E dot com. And use the code COUNTRY.